there and welcome to the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. I'm your host, Vidas Pinkavichus. Welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast number 81. This is Sunday, February the 12th, 2017. And today's guest is Carlotta Ferrari, who is an Italian composer. She served as chair of music composition at the Hebei Normal University in Shijiazhuan, China, and is currently professor of music composition at the European School of Economics in Florence, Italy. I found out about uh, Carlotta Ferrari as a composer very recently from one of my subscribers, uh, Howard Ward. So thank you so much, uh, Howard, if you are listening to this. Uh, thanks to you, uh, I and entire community of organists will discover this fantastic uh, composer from Italy. She ed- was educated at the conservatory in Milan and she has composed in many genres, developing a personal language that is concerned with the blend of past and present. Uh, she very much enjoys uh, contrapuntal techniques, modal techniques, and her current research interest lies mainly in contemporary modal music. She is working on RPS model system. That's a new compositional grammar in cooperation with Harvard organist and composer Carson Kuman, who first developed it. So Carlotta not only writes music for organ and other instruments, but also she does very different from mainstream composers. She encourages the diffusion of her works worldwide on the imslp.org platform, you know, the the famous Petrucci Music Library. And there are many, many, over 250 compositions that Carlotta has created and uh, uh, distributed for free for you to listen, to play, and to share. In this conversation, Carlotta will talk about uh, her ideas uh, of uh, how she became an organist, later a composer, what got her interested in in the creativity, and uh, about her techniques, what is this RPS system, uh, the modal technique that she uses with Carson Kuman, who invented it. And uh, we also talk about contrapuntal techniques, and also what it means to be a woman composer in today's world. So I hope um, if our show will be listened by women organists, especially by women, they will have a better understanding uh, what they can do as creators today, what their hidden secrets are, hidden magical powers are. And with the example of Carlotta, Uh, they will know wherever they are in the world in western societies in in uh, various parts of the globe doesn't matter Uh, what matters more is your choice to create basically to discover your hidden talents your hidden powers and share them with the world let's go to the show and let's be all inspired by what Carlotta Ferrari is doing Thank you so much, Carlotta, for doing this interview. I'm uh, very grateful for your time and generosity of sharing your ideas. You're sharing your works online so freely uh, via Petrucci Music Library. Uh, it's it's 
it's such a innovative thinking that you know uh, people often composers often think that their works belong to themselves but you made your works available to the public to the organist to the people who will be performing them too uh, from all over the world i think it's this generosity is another mindset which which is uh, changing the world now i think so thank you so much for that and welcome to the show thank you vidas um i feel very honored and, and pleased by your invitation thanks a lot for inviting me it's amazing you know to meet to meet people like you from from other countries we share the same passion for music for organ and uh, people who will be listening to us from 89 countries uh, can relate to our conversations because some of them are organists some of them are composers and some of them are organist composers like yourself so let's start with our uh, very fascinating question from your childhood do you remember the time carlota in your early days when somebody introduced you the organ can you share the story yeah of course i remember i do remember because uh, this is things that you never forget uh, however i was very young when i first met the organ and um i remember that uh my reaction was uh amazed because the organ can keep the sound so long like unlike any other instruments on earth and this is very similar also uh, to, to to contemporary music to uh, electronic music and this feature uh, has impressed me mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. so far and also the the spiritual side of the organ since while a, a kid I was very spiritual just mm-hmm. like today <laughs> and so that feature was relevant to me yeah. yes I, i i can see a lot of sacred music compositions in your output so um, i i see that the faith aspect is very important to you in your creativity am i right yeah it is yeah yeah you're right definitely <laughs> do you think that um, that uh, um, that other world other parts of the you know spiritual maybe world help you to create such music or, yeah, or are, are you doing all by yourself mm, no uh, actually no man is an island and no woman is an island as either and so uh, i think that um other people's uh, spiritual experiences help um help me um insert these uh, these experiences into my music mm-hmm. and my music is a spiritual whole <laughs> let's say mm-hmm. let's say so mm-hmm. and this was cle- rather clear to me um when, when uh, i still was a kid actually mm, yeah yeah <laughs> so these two um, features uh the the possibility of the organ to keep the sound so long and the spiritual side uh, has been uh, accompanying my my creation ever ever since mm-hmm. and also composition uh, actually i was an organist before being a composer mm-hmm. yeah I, i took up the organ because i liked it <laughs> i loved it yeah and then while i was studying the organ uh, in italy at that time it was 10 years and so it's a long time and the The degree 
was called uh, organ and composition for organ. Yes. So I had to study composition, mm-hmm. but I, I loved it. I, f- I literally fell in love with composition and it turned out that I was very skilled in it. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take it up. Uh-huh. Do you remember the days when you decided when you chose to study organ, for example, uh, what was the catalyst of that decision? Who actually inspired in your actions to to choose this instrument and this composition as as part of your career, future path? <laughs> actually, it was myself. It was a very individual and personal de- decision. Mm-hmm. And many people around me told me it's hard. Uh, it's not, uh, I mean, uh, you won't get anywhere. Uh, Italy is not the country for music, which is a paradox. Mm-hmm. Because we have music. However, life is hard for an organist, much harder for an organist in Italy. Than yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, so I, <laughs> I went um, straight on and decided to become an organist. Uh-huh. Was your experience, in your experience, uh, is a musician's life or composer's life or organist's life difficult in Italy or is it like anywhere else in the world? Well, right, I think in Italy it's more difficult uh, for some reasons. Uh, first of all, I, uh, I am a woman and in a Mediterranean uh, machist country mm-hmm. and culture, this is uh, an, an obstacle to career. Uh, women are not expected to be creators, uh-huh. to be subjects. They are considered as objects, not as yes, subjects. Yes. I wanted to be a subject, uh, a creator. And that's why eventually uh, I dropped the organ after my degree and took up composition because I wanted to be a total creator yes yes not, not only a performer uh, which is so beautiful because you recreate yes, when you are a yes. however when you are a composer you create <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's what that's what what was appealing to me uh-huh. And when you look in the past, uh, right, uh, our masters from the great tradition of Baroque period, Renaissance period, Romantic period, even 20th century, right, uh, a lot of organists who we admire today were also uh, composers as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's really difficult to imagine a person not creating for the instrument, at least in improvisation, right? At least uh, uh, creating in the moment mm, on this instrument because it so lends itself to to creativity and expressing of ideas. Indeed, indeed. And the organ, moreover, it's like a a little orchestra. So the performer has an orchestra. True, true. Mm. And... uh, um, Contrary to, for example, melodic instruments, violin, right, flute, oboe, it's 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 so complete. You can you can be a master of music. You are creating with your twenty fingers, basically. I mean, two feet and ten fingers, basically. <laughs> right. Indeed. You don't you don't need a, a, an additional personnel personnel to do that unless you want to to create chamber music, right? With yeah. with a colleague or two. Uh, 
but for example if if a flutist decides to to uh, to create right something it would be it would be a challenge to create something for solo flute and uh, and uh, and do do a long composition like a half an hour or even longer as a solo instrument don't you think agreed yeah mm-hmm. to stay to stay interesting for the listeners but but for the I don't know. Maybe somebody can do it. Of course, there, there yeah. are exceptions. But for organ, yeah. it's so complete. The harmonies, the melody, the rhythms, and uh, everything else is there. Textures, um, great modal systems that you use in in your compositions too. So it's so complete, and you can do it on your own. And yeah, Carlota, indeed, Carlotta, I was going to ask you uh, an interesting question. Um, when did you decide that you liked the modal writing as opposed to let's say aleatoric writing minimal writing or uh, dodecaphonic writing which which were all part of the baggage in in the 20th century techniques compositional techniques yeah um Actually, um, it was not me who chose um, model <laughs> grammar, but model grammar chose me. Oh, that's actually. a great answer. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when, when I was a student, um, uh, I began enjoying these counterpointal uh, possibilities of, uh, of, of modal music. Actually, I am uh, very fond of counterpoint. This is my favorite feature in, in composition and I find that a uh, model uh, technique uh, is very fitting um, for for counterpoint mm-hmm. it fits counterpoint and so maybe it was a natural choice let's say do um, you, do you yeah. remember uh, Carlotta your first uh, exercise or try at composition uh, yeah, in your student days perhaps or even earlier um, how uh, what was the challenge what uh, how did you feel well I always loved composition and uh, I had the luck to study it with uh, uh, Danilo Lorenzini at the conservatory mm-hmm. in Milan which was the most reputed school at, at the time in Italy and um, he, he he, he um, asked, he demanded uh, uh, us students to write in the style of. So eventually we ended up writing a, a great amount of music in the style of Corelli, Vivaldi, Bach, etc., etc., etc. And so uh, eventually we became very skilled in, in, in copying uh, the, the, the masterpieces of the past, which was... Um, very useful indeed mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because we, we didn't study uh, we didn't um, we didn't have the ha- the habit to study uh, on uh, treatises and other books mm-hmm. which are very useful uh, to me but uh, at the second time when you are a skilled composer you can fully understand them in the beginning uh, it was like an uh, an art craft Yes. I don't know how to say it in English, but maybe I can give the idea. We were just like uh, Vivaldi's students themselves, for example, exactly. in a cold, uh, uh, humid, <laughs> wet Italian church of the 17th century, uh, working on paper and, uh, and in feelings. 
and that was gorgeous. And uh, my teacher also uh, gave me the courage to be myself in composition, which is a paradox because mm -hmm. you study the others to be yourself. Yes. So, because at the time, if you remember, you remember surely in Europe, the mainstream was uh, dictated by Darmstadt school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was uh, um, the, the antithesis to modal music and to any other uh, consonant, let's say, music. Yes. Or beautiful music. There was the aesthetic of um, uh, bad music, uh, mm, ugly music, which was good. It was an aesthetic. Okay. <laughs> but uh, what I... Mm, I dislike in this uh, Darmstadt school is that they pretended to be the truth in musical composition. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you're talking about uh, Darmstadt school, you're probably referring to Darmstadt International Summer Courses for New Music, right? From yeah. the early 50s to, to 60s um, developed, right? And th those yeah. composers really... Um, really were a big part of this movement, right? So Pierre Boulez, right? Probably Karl-Heinz Stockhausen, right? Uh, yeah. Who else? Uh, probably Luciano Berio, right? Berio, yeah, yeah. Berio, yeah. Mauricio Kagel, right? Yeah. Who else? Uh, I'm trying to remember. John Cage was there too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. John Cage. John Cage was uh, a, a unicum, <laughs> mm -hmm. though mm -hmm. I, I think. However, uh, I have a great um, um, passion, and uh, uh, I mean, um, I, I don't underestimate these uh, big composers. Uh, however, uh, the um, students of music schools and conservatories at the time were not encouraged to be to follow other paths mm -hmm. than those marked by Darmstadt uh, international classes and that was a pity only the most uh, 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 independent teachers allowed their students to, mm -hmm. to do so so um, i have these two um Uneases, there's still difficulties in, in my life. One being a woman uh, who wanted to be a subject instead of an object in, mm -hmm. a, in a macho country. And the other one, I wanted to make beautiful music and inspired music instead of following other people's uh, paths. Mm -hmm. So you chose your own path, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks to my, to my professor. Was yeah. it a scary decision, Carlotta? Or not? Uh, well, uh, I to choose I yourself. Know. To choose yourself instead of follow somebody else. To be yourself, actually, in a yeah. world which, of course, values uh, cre um, in individuality, uniqueness, right, originality. But at the same time, at the same time, uh, there are periods of, of, of people's lives, whoever is tar starting on their own, right? Choosing their own path. 
when when everybody else is is laughing laughing at them, right? Pointing yeah. fingers. No, you're a woman. Uh, it it will not work for you, right? No, yeah. this is Italy. You know, you're not. Uh, you will not be able to make make your living as a musician, right? And ever ever objections. Was it was it a scary decision for you, or was it a natural? Because you are a natural born leader. I, I can't remember, actually. Um, of course, it was a hard and scary decision mm -hmm. for, for a girl. However, uh, it, it, I don't know. It's like faith. Uh, you don't know why. You have it. You know, I know no. why. Because it, cho <laughs> it chooses you. It chooses you, right? You said, yeah, right, you said right. model systems uh, chose you. And uh, probably music chose you. And uh, it's not that it was a conscious, perhaps, decision. My, it might have been a conscious decision of yours. But, but uh, maybe it was a calling after all, you know? Maybe you, you felt it like a, like a purpose of your, of your life to do something while we are in a short moment of time here on earth uh, to be to be a cre creator right instead of of performer only mm. yeah right was it yeah, am, am i close it. enough here am i close enough about your feelings at the time yeah. carlotta yeah absolutely yeah mm -hmm. yeah 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 it, it was music who, mm -hmm. who chose me and Also, uh, I was quite of a stubborn <laughs> when I was a girl, and I, once I chose uh, a, a decision, it was mine forever. <laughs> Now uh, I'm not like the, like that anymore. However, it, it helped uh, facing the difficulties and the scary and dark sides of, of my decisions. What were the some of the dark sides, some of the failures, some of the mistakes you experienced on your way to Oof, to, to, the, so to your path? <laughs> Can you share a few of them? I know you will not share all of them, <laughs> but a few of them will be very worth uh, for our listeners who may be on the same path as you, you know, who might be uh, women, right, facing hardships in their own countries. You live in, in Italy, Uh, you say in Italy it's hard for a woman, but imagine being a woman in the uh, Middle East, for example, right, or in Africa, in t and yeah. still trying to create, even for an organist who 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 is trying to do something uh, with 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 her talents, right? So I think you're not alone thinking like this. So can you remember some of the darker uh, days of your life, uh, which you overcome uh, eventually? Yeah, there are so many. <laughs> However, uh, since I am, I was also a singer, and I dropped my singing career mm -hmm. for the same reasons that I dropped my organ careers because I feel I am a creator, not a performer. And moreover, a woman is expected to be a singer, but it's not. Uh, we are not expected to be composers, mm -hmm. and I wanted to be <laughs> just that, a composer. Mm -hmm. So I, I eventually I gave up my. My, my singing career, uh, everybody sings in Italy, actually, which is very important to our culture. We sing uh, under the shower, <laughs> for example. And have you seen the movie, the uh, Woody Allen movie? Uh, there is an Italian tenor uh, under, the <laughs> under the shower. He cannot sing, uh, but under the shower. And so the... Uh -huh. 
Yeah. I know <laughs> what so you're funny. talking about. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. And also, um, it's not a stereotype. It's reality. It's the truth about Italy. Uh, human voice is so important to our, to our culture, as mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. For many reasons, also religious, but this was a, a parenthesis. <laughs> so uh, going back, moving back to China, uh, when I was there, um, they told me that, which I was uh, not suitable for for the, the place they hired me for. And that was impressive to me. And eventually I told them, okay, uh, please prove my skills as a composer. Mm-hmm. And of course, since in China they are not very... Uh, not very skilled in Western music, and they hire you for teaching yeah. <laughs> uh, in traditional Western uh, grammar, culture, uh, etc. Then they, they told me, oh, okay, 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 you're very good. Uh, your music is currently performed all over the world, Harvard University, and so on. And so, but I, I believe it was a misunderstanding. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe when they, they saw me, they told, uh, no, this woman can't be our, uh, our professor. And then I had, many, I had so many satisfactions. Uh, but uh, in China, I only had um, male students of compositions. The others came to me uh, for chamber music mm-hmm. theory, but not composition itself. So the women were away from composition. Right. Uh, that's what I would suspect in this in that country. Yes. That it's a very male uh, male dominated society. Indeed. And yeah. uh, and when you show up uh, and try to teach them, right? A woman teaching uh, male subjects, right? Uh, right. it's it's very uh, very confusing to them. They say they think why should we pay attention uh, to somebody who is uh, not from our own right expertise, right? Uh, not from our uh, uh, sex, right? And because they're used to this. But of course, if you understand it, that it's a m- tradition of going back millenniums in the past, you're probably not offended by that thinking. Yeah. That yeah. Much. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was solved uh, in, in, in just a few days. And uh, moreover, they offered me a, a big career, mm-hmm. uh, which eventually uh, I, I, I refused mm-hmm. and came back to Europe for family reasons also. But uh, I don't, I'm not fond of, uh, uh, of a culture where um, so little things are unclear in, in the beginning. However, it was a good experience. I, I, I'm sure it was. Uh, yeah. It was for them. You brought uh, Western culture to them, closer to their hearts, right? Uh, yeah, you... and the country as well. Country, they brought right? uh, some Chinese music uh-huh. to, to my heart. Chinese music is very uh, different to what I currently do. Uh, Chinese music is not based on counterpoint at all. Yeah. So it was, it was a challenge. It was right, quite challenges, challenging to me uh, to be in China uh, in, in a context of uh, monodic music, which uh-huh. is quite fascinating uh, indeed. And so it was a challenge for, for me. Yeah. 
Did you still uh, like um, the idea of uh, of the modal Chinese music? Because there are many modes in China, right? The oriental modes, which which sound very exotic, right? And c- could yeah. be very fruitful to our Western ears when we think about our original compositions. Yeah, indeed. Uh, the the mixtures, mixtures, I don't know how to say, the, the uh, combination of uh, different cultures is always fruitful mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. So where do you look your for inspiration today, Carlotta? In, in which part of the uh, world or sky or, or forests or, or music? Can you share some of the inspiring moments you faced recently? Yeah, I find my inspiration anywhere. Yeah, any experience can be uh, the start of uh, a creation uh, process mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am mainly inspired by uh, arts and uh, cultural events, uh, paintings, uh, and uh, spirituality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, books. Mm-hmm poetry and so on yeah amazing um so you 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 are open to all kinds of influences right you open your eyes and look around you probably wake up in the morning and say um where uh, inspiration will come to me today right (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's it Uh yes so what what uh, what gives you the reason to uh, climb out of bed in the morning today, uh, Carlotta? There is always a reason to get no. out of bed. But uh, in, a deeper way, in a deeper way. In a deeper yeah. way. Uh, when, when, you, when you are inspired to do something, right? To, to create, right? Is, isn't, that, uh, isn't that enough to... to 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 uh, go to fr- from your bed and start your creation process. By the way, do you are you a morning person or a night owl? Uh, I am a morning person. Morning, right. Yeah. So you create in the morning. We say probably. that morning is is golden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an, an Italian proverb. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, stating that in the morning you are you give the best, but. It's only a popular sentence. So, but actually, for me, it's valid. I am a morning person. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah in the morning, I start uh, thinking of all my future projects, <laughs> as if they could come all in one day. But actually, they come in years. For example, now I am working. I have been working for the last uh, months and years with the Carson Kuhlman who is the composer in residence and organist uh, uh, at the Memorial Church at Harvard University. Yeah. And he invented a very, um, uh, a very good and fitting um, compositional grammar, mm-hmm. a new grammar called Restarting Pitch Space, which is a modal grammar with some uh, contemporary flavor. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently working on that. And uh, this... Um, makes my days so full of, of music and new ideas. Restarting pitch space, right? Yeah, restarting pitch space. Very interesting. Uh, How there it is works. A, a link. There is a link on the internet. Yeah. There is a page. 
If you want me, I can send it to you. Definitely. I will include this link into the description of this podcast conversation so that other people could also visit. And yes, thank you, because this is a great part mm-hmm. of in my activity. So can you explain a little bit in, in detail how does it work, how this RPS system works? Uh, it works by um, setting a basic uh, model scale, which can be invented Uh, drawn from the tradition uh, or anything else. And then you repeat uh, this fragment of a scale throughout the range. Um, So that's why uh, you have a restarting pitch space because pitches, uh, when when the first series of pitches end, in the exact note uh, of the ending, there is a new beginning of the same fragment transposed so it's based on transpositions transpositions right uh, yeah it's a very uh, consistent um, grammar uh, but also uh, it gives uh, room for invention and creativity that's why I like it Mm -hmm. it was originally created by by Carson Carson. and uh, he proposed me to to use it in my compositions and it was love at first sight right. because it's a very good compositional grammar by the way Carson Kuman will appear also very shortly in our podcast too when I uh, approached him uh, asking he was very uh, generous and, and very um, delightful person so we yeah, will be talking yeah, about that delightful. too very, very shortly yeah, good. And thanks to you and thanks to uh, one of my students who introduced, uh, uh, let me find out uh, his name uh, uh, very quickly. Um, uh, let me, let me, let me. Come on. Yes, potential podcast interview. You know, I recently... I got uh, received this email message from Howard Ward uh, saying, Dear Vidas, have you ever considered interviewing Carlotta Ferrari for one of your podcasts? She is a prolific composer. Carson Kuman plays many of her works which are available on imslp.org. Might be worth looking into. So thank you, Howard, if you're listening to this. Uh, you were the connector, you know, uh, with Carson and, and uh, Carlotta. And uh, both of them said yes. So yeah. thank was, you thanks a lot yes, Howard uh, Howard is amazing uh, is, uh, organist and, and uh, student and and he knows you know how to connect people so because of him we are talking today so I'm I'm, I'm very uh, very grateful for people like this for like him uh, they constantly write me messages uh, to 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 uh, include future you know uh, interviews with the with this person or another person this is so so great and uh, howard didn't do that for himself for some egoistic reasons right he just connected us Right. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot. And also, I would like to mention you yourself because the, the job you're doing, the hard job you're doing with with us, with the organ, with composition, with organists and composer organists, and so on, is amazing. So thank you, Vidas. Thank you, Carlotta. Um, you know, 
we have so many talents hidden in us, right? And uh, who knows? Who knows what what we are really capable of? Uh, you think, uh, Carlotta, you are a composer right now, right? But in 20 years from now, you don't even have an idea what what other powers will be. Uh, manifesting in yourself, right? So we just have a responsibility <laughs> to share them, to share and to 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 be open for possibilities and to share with the world and to make a world a little a little bit better each day. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And we do it in our own ways, right? You through compo- composing, uh, I. Th- through teaching and writing and playing and improvising and other things that I do and other people who will be listening to us maybe also will discover you know some hidden powers magical powers superpowers they have because we are each unique you know doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man we still do have so powers and um, those powers will give us a unique angle which nobody else has on the world in the world maybe that combination of things right maybe you were uh, uh, carlotta a composer plus a woman right plus um, plus um, an organist at the, at the time plus uh, interested in modes right which made you yourself today right for other people uh, it could be uh, writing poetry and music right or drawing or organ improvisation they just have to find out for themselves what it is just keep looking right and be open yeah agreed agreed Mm -hmm. totally in our culture moreover this is uh, a big part of our heritage because if if you remember if you know the bible uh saint paul he says that everybody uh the people of god and i i mean uh, with people People of God, I understand everybody. Uh, we are just like the parts of the body. Everybody um, make their own uh, task, but we are all connected to be something uh, more, more, more important, mm-hmm. something further. Yeah, and I refer to the whole world. Exactly. We are connected because we share probably common ancestors maybe some million years ago, right? Uh, in the eastern part of Africa, they discovered recently uh, there, there might have been some prehistoric human race or, or, or individuals who might have been our real physical ancestors. Yeah, th- that's that's great. That's cool. Uh, I always feel that we come from the same place, mm-hmm. although the differences, which are good, differences are good. However, we are we are all the same, or mm-hmm. parts of a body, of yes. a bigger body. Yeah. Because we all share the common goal, right? To be happy. Basically, that's all we we want uh, every day, every moment, to be happy, right? To feel happy. Some people, of course, have a hard time understanding that happiness is uh, is a choice. Uh, you can be happy any moment, right? You know, even in China, you can be happy, right? As a woman, <laughs> as, yeah. as, you, as you did, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um Although it's it's not that apparent at the f- first moment when you go back and go go into China and everybody is looking at you so weirdly, what are you going to say there? And uh, you think, oh, that's not the culture uh, which will uh, embrace me. But but it doesn't have to be this way. You can be happy 
from inside, right? And make other people happy, the more important, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Good. So thank you, Carlotta, for, for um, helping other people to be happy. And you're doing this in a very specific way, Carlotta, which I don't know of many people, other people doing, contemporary people. I know a few, actually, who... Um, who write their own compositions or arrangements, right, of pieces uh, and uh, or editions of uh, pieces and publish them online for free, basically on uh, Petrucci Music Library, where you say, where, where you have those this great channel, uh, IMSLP, right, dot org. So, what encouraged um, this idea? Uh, in your mind to diffuse your works worldwide through internet? Actually, it was my husband's idea. He told me, why don't you put your compositions there? And at the time, I I was uh, undergoing a a personal crisis. Mm -hmm. And it it was a hard, hard times. Um, It was some 10 years ago after my degree. Mm, I had hard times. My husband was very, uh, I mean, very loving and caring. And he told me just for, for, feel, for feeling better, to have me uh, happier, as you said, as you, as you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So I decided to put some of my composition and let's see. And eventually, uh, I, I became uh, quite well known in, in the, the field of organ music. And yes. now my music is being played all over the world yes. by the best organists. I have amazing performers. And the relationship with my performers is, is amazing to me because they actually recreate my music in a, a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. Always interesting. So <laughs> it's very interesting, uh, Carlotta. This idea of uh, uh, of uh, sharing your work online, and you do it uh, in in a very uh, easy way, right? You publish your works on uh, on imslp.org, which actually anybody can do today. You didn't need to to. To have a lot of money to do this, not a big investment, right? You just decided to show up uh, and share, right? Yeah, right. It's mm-hmm. easy. It's mm-hmm. easy. Of course, you have to be copyright free, uh, which I am, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, actually, um, I am SLP is not uh, intended for music subjected to copyright. Yes. So. Yeah, it's like Wikipedia, However, it's right? It's easy and it's so contemporary because it connects people, composers and performers all over the world. It's mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. Can they contact you? Um, well, looking at the score, uh, for example, they like, for example, one of your compositions, right? They click on the score, they download it, they play, and they see your name, Carlotta Ferrari, right? Can they contact you and uh, and say thank you or or find out more about you and so on? 
Yeah, of course they can. Um, my my email is uh, published in I think in IMSLP and uh, for sure in my website. And uh, sometimes they write me to to tell me, well, I'm going to play your music there or, or, or over there. Sometimes they don't even contact me and they just uh, play my music because it's free and because maybe they like it. And mm-hmm. I know that afterwards. And this is cool as well. <laughs> I, I love both situations. Yeah, when they tell me, and when they warn me about uh, a performance of my music and mm-hmm. when they don't, which is frequent too. I see. How many mm-hmm. works do you have on IMS- IMSLP? Oh, so many. Uh, 250 maybe. 250, I can't right? remember. There are too many. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so you're yeah. a prolific composer, right? Working every day, right? Or almost every day? Yeah, almost every day because I divide myself in, into three. One is my uh, private life, my husband, my house, uh, and, and so on. Uh, the second one is uh, the, the academic activity because I am a professor here in Firenze at mm-hmm. uh, European School of Economics, uh, professor of, of composition in the music department. It's, it's just a small department. Italy is undergoing a deep political and social crisis. So music is like the Cinderella of society. Yeah. So, yeah. However, I am lucky because uh, I have a, a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and third one is my, my um, activity as a composer, which is, yeah, um, some... 70% of my life in terms of time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So personal life, uh, academic life and uh, creative life, right? That's yeah. three big big uh, areas of your day. So uh, I also see you have some recordings uh, produced by yourself, right? Like Florilegium on Kunaki platform, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah actually they tool. are produced by Carson Kuman, the performer. Ah, I see. Yeah. But uh, yeah. what I mean, produced by yourself, it, mm. it's, it's, it's just uh, anybody in the world can go to kunaki.com and uh, yeah. publish their own DVD or CD. Yeah, right? I hope some more people will yeah. do that. It's, my it's music. Such, so yeah. empowering to, to yes. know that you don't need a big label, right? Big company working for you, big agent even, right? But you can you can create and you can upload your art and uh, you are online. Uh, very, very easy and fast and straightforward process. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the quality is great and it's all automated and no pain for you at all. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, but also, of course, you have some CDs uh, by by normal uh, traditional labels, right? Uh, like uh, O Igni Spiritus Paracliti, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, or uh, or let's say uh, Carlotta Ferrari Three Tientos, another organ music, right? With the yeah. bass too in UK. Um, so so people people play you and value your work all over the world, right, Carlotta? 
Right, and I am so grateful for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Was it always the case? Was it? Uh, did you did you have a moment when, in your life, when you first started distributing and creating your words online, when it wasn't very a big avalanche, right? Where where it was maybe a few emails a day you get or a, a month maybe, but you still had to keep to keep going and to keep creating. Uh, can you share the, those experiences? Yeah, I had, uh, of course, that moment you mentioned. Uh, I was uh, not pro- as prolific as today, of course, because... Um, the lack of motivations also was related to the uh, impossibility in Italy to have a job, um, to to face the the crisis which I was facing at, at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was not my best period in my life. However, I went on creating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was my 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 call, and it was not me. <laughs> it was somebody else. <laughs> who was telling me, you simply have to go on creating because it's your path, it's your life. Yes, create and share, create and share, right? And share, and share, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If you just create and put uh, your work in a drawer or someplace, you know, in a closet, right, when nobody can see it, yeah. it's not art, any, uh, you know, not yet at least. It's It's a composition, right? composed piece but if you share it and and change somebody for the better then it's art becomes art it's the same with painting right if an artist if a painter paints a painting and keeps it uh, hidden right from the public then it's just a painting but if you show it to somebody and he or she will become changed in a way then it's art yeah, definitely. Right. Yes, so, right. so yes, uh, I I am very grateful to you that you're doing your art and keep keep uh, sharing your ideas, and um, uh, we're getting uh, to the final part of our conversation, of course, which uh, which is also very interesting. Uh, Carlotta, can you can you give our uh, uh, can you give a, a little bit of insight into your current projects what are you working on today i'm working on plenty of things actually uh, rps the, the restarting pitch space system i'm working on a project with uh, the welsh organist peter clark on uh, uh, mithraism uh, the, the ancient uh, religion of the the roman empire uh, I'm working uh, on um, other uh, modal pieces for choir because voice, as I mentioned before, is, is one of the most important features in my life as well. So mm-hmm. I like writing for, for choir, which is actually quite related to the organ. And um, actually, uh, in my aesthetics, uh, the choir can also keep the the notes very long, just like in Hildegard von Bingen's compositions. Because if I have the possibility, I mean, if the choir is big enough, they can hold the same notes uh, alternative in alternative. Uh, I mean, when a, a singer is, um, is tired to hold that long note, another can uh, add... Uh, before the first one uh, has to breathe. And so you have a, a, a continuum 
of, of music, of sound, which is very similar to the organ and to uh, the original modal music of the Middle Ages. Mm -hmm. That's interesting and that's a, a, a feature I will never abandon in, in my music. And then I have another project uh, for my upcoming future, which is um, maybe um, go further into the direction of electronic music. Mm, so we'll see. Th this is a hint mm -hmm. of a project for the future. Excellent. So many projects, so many ideas, and only yeah. one lifetime, right? Yeah, one lifetime is I not hope, enough. But I you hope, know, I hope we you, don't have time for. Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting you. I just hope you will live to till 100 or more to be able to transmit all all your insights to the world. Yeah, yeah, I have plenty of time actually because life is long enough to to be creative, and then I, I can rest for eternity afterwards. <laughs> so. Thank you so much, Carlotta, again for today. And um, how can people find out more about you and your work? Can you give our listeners a link? Oh, yeah, the, the website and my IMSLP page um, and my YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they can yeah. Google, right? But it's we can yeah, spell it Google. out, right? Like carlottaferrari.altervista.org, right? Yeah, that's right. C A. R L O T T A F E R R A R I that's Carlotta Ferrari dot altervista A L T E R V I S T A dot O R G. Yes, that's right. That's your main base, your main website, right? From where from there you can they can go to your music channel, YouTube channel, other projects, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And my IMSLP page for the scores and my choral wiki, which is only for choir music, mm -hmm. but I have a um, a choral wiki page. Uh, so I will I will also include those links into the description yeah. of the conversation. Excellent. So keep creating, Carlotta. Keep uh, doing the work, work that you are called to do. And uh, I just hope from our conversation, people will will get uh, inspiration to try their hand at composition. It's it's not as scary as it looks, isn't it? <laughs> it is actually. <laughs> uh, what would be your final tip for people, you know, who are scared to try? Actually, too scared to try out this kind of creativity. Actually, uh, my tip is to go on trying, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, independently from the results. Because if, if I didn't go on uh, when I had no results at all, I wouldn't be here. Yes, exactly. Is it worth it? Is it worth it, Carlotta? Yeah, it is, definitely. And this is also a message for all the unfortunate, unlucky women who live in more way more difficult context, mm -hmm. uh, such as the ones you mentioned, uh, East Asia and uh, uh, Africa. Africa, uh, South America even, yeah, you, right? Mm -hmm. South America, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They have to go on because it, it's worth the effort mm -hmm. yeah. for themselves, first of all. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Because if you keep doing your work, right, if, if you keep sharing your work, work long enough, you you will get um, you will get noticed actually you you will get 
some results and rewards, but you will have to actually survive through that hard period. Uh, how long, Carlotta, uh, was your hard period before it? You felt it. It's like an avalanche before it became uh, like a run downhill. It was long because it lasted some five or six years. Six years. Actually, I did something uh, because I had some important projects, such mm-hmm. as Giorno d'Ira, which was a secular cantata, very successful, actually. And there was also the CD and the booklet. Uh, and also a bank in the northern Italy uh, commissioned me a project uh, for uh, a youth uh, uh, chamber group. And so I had some some lights, some sparkles of light in that period too. However, it it lasted for long, and I, I couldn't be sure about my future. Yeah, and however, uh, women in other situations are way more unlucky than me. However, in Davos, in Switzerland. For the recent uh, G20 meeting, yeah. there was a female orchestra from the, the um, from the east, the Middle East, uh, which is a hope for for the future because the Talibani there don't even allow music and don't even allow art. We know that Palmyra's uh, uh, ruins have been destroyed by yes. those uh, foolish men. Yeah. Women uh, are, are part of the future because we are 50 percent. So we are. I hope. I hope uh, in the future. I hope in the not so distant future, women will become uh, more powerful than men, and the world will become more peaceful because of that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, I hope the world will be more peaceful without being more powerful than yeah. men. <laughs> Just, just look in the history of of mankind. How many wars have been started by men, and how many wars have been started by women? That's yeah, it. you're right. Y- exactly. y- just incomparable, basically. So women are more peaceful beings uh, and uh, more gentle, and uh, and that's that's a good thing actually for humanity in in general. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So on this optimistic note, we close our conversation and make sure our listeners to visit CarlottaFerrari.altervista.org uh, and uh, her YouTube channel, uh, MSLP channel, and the Coral Wiki channel as well, because she has hundreds of works there, which you are certainly will, will be able to, uh, to, to share and to play and to love and enjoy and be inspired to. Have a tremendous uh, creativity, Carlotta. Uh, this year, keep staying healthy and um, keep creating and keep sharing. That's it. Thank That's you. all it takes. <laughs> keep diffusing with us because your work is essential. Excellent. If you liked this conversation, I encourage you to visit my blog, Secrets of Organ Playing, at organduo.lt where you will find lots of insights, practical advice, and training for every area of organ playing. You can subscribe to this blog for free to get your daily dose of inspiration and to be the first to know when any of my future podcasts roll out. I hope to help you reach your dreams in organ playing. I'm Vida Spinkavitus. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you online really soon.